Yeah, just some stuff. But I thought about that, like the read really You are now tuned in to Shits and Giggles. I'm your girl. I'm T Mimi, the big shit talker. Yes, she's back. And we are sitting here with my co-host with this fly ass. Prince Ali. Amorous me. Question mark? <laughs> this sounds like midnight love. Like, wait. No, it looks like midnight love. <laughs> it's fine, but you, you had to set okay. the scene. Prince Ali, Amorous, me, Ali Ababwa, we made it. It was a battle. Hey, y'all, what's good? It was deep hill, mm-hmm. like Nip said, but shits and giggles, we have arrived. We have arrived, honey. It's it. our very first episode. How you feeling? Feeling nice. <laughs> nice. How are you? Nice, nice. How are you? Nice? I'm good. I'm I'm excited. Hi, mama. She's crazy yeah, as fuck. Tell her I say hey. <laughs> call me sometimes. Shit. You stupid. But we are here. We made it, Prince. Like our very first episode of Shits and Giggles. It's been a long time coming. This has been like what three years in the making, face ass. Like has it? Yeah. It was shits and giggles before there was ever a three queens and things, before there was ever a um, ghetto and godly, before all of that. True. Full circle. But it has. For the one time. The one time for the one time. Well, there you go. Okay. So what's good? What's up? What are we talking about today? We're talking about, today's episode is all about us. Auntie Mimi, Prince Ali, Amorous He, and how we got to this point. And, you know, it's 2019. We have less than, what, four? We have about four months left in 2019. Like, how this. Okay. This is 16th. All right. How this year has been going, how we got to this point, how maybe how we came about. Okay. All right. You ready? Let's go. go. <laughs> <laughs> all that. Um, hmm. Where do you want to start? I feel like we can't. I feel like we can't do it like Messy Monday though. Like, is it Messy Monday, or is it just like we're just gonna call it? Sh- we shooting it's our it. Happy New Year, no? We gonna just shoot this. Sh- we gonna call it shooting this shit, okay? We talk about. Things that are highlighted in 
pop culture and the media and all of that. So um, let's talk about let's talk about Kevin Hart. What about he? So Kevin Hart. For him. First of all, heal up Kevin Hart, okay? Who does? Heal up. You know, being that he got in an accident. But we're not talking about that today. We're going to talk about how his sex tape partner is now suing him for 60 mil. So I kind of missed out. I came in on the back end of the whole sex tape thing. I tried to Google it today. I wanted to see it. Okay. (laughs) I did. And I couldn't find it. It was just like the headline of her suing him. Whose sex tape is on Google? I don't search sex, sex tapes. So. Porn, I mean, Pornhub didn't come up, so I, I'm guessing I did it wrong. But so should you have gone straight to Pornhub? I should have gone straight to Pornhub. You yeah. know what I heard? What you hear, Prince? And you didn't hear this from me, but I heard Twitter is the lick. Like the the porn place. Yeah. Twitter after dark. Oh, I'm gonna have to log on. You know we have a Twitter. Shits and giggles. I'm nervous now. Like I wanna I, see. I was, I was with Twitter when. Like when it first hit, yeah, like like crack in the eighties. Crack, yeah, that was mm. for a minute, for a good same, maybe a good like six Twitter, months, eight months. Twitter maybe. used to be like the shit where like when it first came out, it was so like addicting, and you would tweet in the morning, you would tweet at work, you tweet on your lunch break, and like if you would take a nap, you would wake up out of your nap and like check your tweets. And like see what you missed because here's the thing that was intriguing about twitter for me personally i talk to myself anyway <laughs> so twitter is really you just talking to yourself mm-hmm. but it gives you the incentive that somebody heard it okay you know like i I, 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 t- I set it just into the atmosphere as i usually do but this time somebody heard what i said so you should be on twitter I shouldn't. <laughs> Why do you say that? I shan't. Um, it's just, you know, social media is a... Is a Dark place. It, it's just not my whole zhuzh. Like, I, Instagram is like the extent of like what I have to give social media. I mean, the thing about social media is that all of that shit is smoke screens. All like, it's, all, it's not real. It's just smoke screens. It's just... I mean, like we all know, it's just what people want you to see, a glimpse into their world and what we want you to believe. So, you know, that shit ain't real, you know. So, yeah, I tried to Google the sex tape. It didn't come up, but I feel like that's kind of crazy that, like, this man just got into a severe car accident, like a nearly fatal car accident. And now... So, can, can we talk about the car accident? Okay, let's, what are we saying about that? Because let's let's run down the facts on that. If we gon if we gonna do it, let's do it. Okay. What are the facts that he was in a? So the thing is, he got he gets into this accident on was it Mulholland? Was it? I know it was somewhere in L.A. On Mulholland, which is known for being this crazy windy turny mm-hmm. yeah like that's known there's so many accidents there like that the accident itself is not unusual mm. what's odd is the fact that they got him home before they called the ambulance and his wife from home called and the ambulance and she sounds so calm i mean out of it percocet 
calm. Molly Perkinson. <laughs> I mean, she was like, somebody needs to come get him, bitch. I would have been like, this motherfucker about to die. Come get him, please. <laughs> like she was too calm. Like she was way too calm. I, I applauded her. Like, sis, I could never. Sis could never. I mean, Be unless you're waiting on the insurance check, then maybe I could. But she I'm like, was, like, way too calm. I would have been on, on at the coroner's front door at the freaking, uh, what they call them, the police chief. The police. The police. The police. I would have been at their front door like, sir. Yeah, that is a mystery as to why he went home first. And they, like, said, and they said the girl. That was in the back seat, the wife. She was a, no, she was allegedly the driver. I thought she was in the back seat. See, the story I heard, that seems a little bit suspicious. They're they're saying that he was in a car accident, not that he was a driver, but that she was driving. Which, Mm. that's the the lick. Like, everybody knows that's the lick. You in an accident, you've been drinking. Yeah, get me out the scene. Yeah, Yeah, get me out the scene. Somebody else was driving. Yeah. I pay, especially if you're rich, I I take care of everything. I just can't be in the And and let's let's be honest, Kevin Hart, he likes us. He likes to take a sip or two. You know, he's who one said of the, that. It's been said that you know. What I mean, who doesn't? I like a good taste, mm. but <laughs> but um, yeah, he likes his drink. So it could have been, it could have been that. Like, give me out the scene. I mean, I don't think Let's that's the home. questionable part. That's not. That's. But what's questionable for you, Prince? The fact that his wife was high on freaking. Methamphetamines or something, whatever had her that. Don't put that on her. I don't know what had would make you that calm. I don't know what's an upper and what's a downer. Is that what they say on the streets? These are uppers. But don't put what's a downer. She took a downer. She took a downer. Whatever a downer is, she took a downer. Okay. There's no question. Is there a question about that? Maybe she's just calm. Is there a question about that? I don't know. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't like to put drugs on people. No, no, no. Here's the thing. The next. Maybe it might not be drugs, but like within the next couple few days, was it TMZ that ran up on her and she was at the grocery store? She had Starbucks in her hand. <laughs> Did like, she? Yeah, but she wasn't like in a like. Imagine your man is laid up, back surgery. That that's not like that's he, that's broke spinal cord in three places, right? That's or something like that. Back surgery. Anytime they say back surgery, it's painful. That's it's severe pain. Spinal cord. Fuck pain. That's your spinal cord goes through your back is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So there's so many things that could come from that. So many mishaps, so many, who knows what could come from this. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she just Shit, was, maybe she's still fucked up about him cheating. It's like, nigga, if you die hello? today, it, it's mine. It's all mine. <laughs> again, again, as I said, unless you're waiting on an insurance, either you was high on um, crank or... <laughs> You're waiting on a check. <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> what is a crank? <laughs> I cannot. I mean, like I said, I don't want to put drugs on Miss Aniko, Mrs. Aniko, but um, I mean, we don't know. We don't know, but I think it's really interesting how this well, not even a mistress. We can't even call her a mistress. This sex tape partner um, is suing Kevin Hart for 60 mil. And she's stating that she felt like he, that 
he did it for clout or publicity because he was on tour at the time with his comedy and um that he that there were several hidden cameras planted so I, that's why i wanted to see that if there's several cameras they, he, hidden it's several angles so and i wanted to homeboy. see the story is the homeboy planted the, planted the cameras allegedly oh is it that's the story what she's suing for is so they that, that that's out there that the homeboy did it that's out there been mm. out there because this was 2018 or 17 18? this happened in 2017 two years 17. ago so that part is out there that the homeboy allegedly planted the cameras. Hmm. What she's now suing Kevin for is because she says he was in on it. Mm. Her statement stated or said that he's fame hungry. He needed the publicity he, for he the had tour. An tour. He needed the publicity. He was on tour at the time and yeah. he needed the he needed the clout or whatever. Yeah. So I mean I guess we'll see how this pans out. I'm I highly doubt that she will get sixty mil. I'm sure she'll get something to shut that ass up real quick and make it go away. But you know, she's gonna walk away with a nice little bag, you know, just for the sake of you You know, that's the name of the game. Yeah. I'm gonna ask for a hundred, hopefully I get fifty out of it. Yeah, I mean or two. <laughs> no, you're not gonna give me. You put my butt cheeks, my little butt cheeks on the on the internet. Do you no, ain't take no two million. million. No. Shit. I'd rather see you in jail and be in the same financial state. Two mil? I'd rather be in jail and see you at the same and be at the same. I'd rather see you in jail. Excuse me, see you in jail and be at the same financial status if you put my butt cheeks on the internet. You can run me too. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely. Definitely got to be in the double digits. First oh. of all. Upper double digits. I'll take two. Okay. <laughs> well, well, wow. Well, alrighty then. Can we talk about this? Um, did you watch the barbershop? I did not. Who's on there? Um, Little Nas X? Yes. About, and they were Kevin asking Hart. him about being gay. Yes. Okay. So the backlash is again on Kevin Hart in regards to this conversation. Um, he was very. See, the thing is, I know what he was doing because we all know Kevin Hart was in the media not too long ago about the gay comments that he made in regards to his son. These, these tweets are so old. Right, but the fact is, regardless of how old they are, he was in the media recently for them. Okay. Right? We, we're all Last aware, year. up to date. Okay. Mm -hmm. Re that's recent. Okay. Don't try and play me like... Uh, <laughs> Last year. But, um, yeah, so... I think because that's still lingering and festering and kind of in the background, that's not the foreground of his life and his, But you wasn't know, Kevin Hart the one that says, so what? So what if he's gay? So right. What? See, here's the thing that people don't understand. And I might be on a soapbox right now, but here's the reality of that that he did. I get because there were so many people defending him that, oh, well, he was agreeing. He was saying, so what? That, you know, so what? That, like, trying to look past it. A, let's, like I said, we all know he's still in the hot seat for the comments that he made that have resurfaced. Wait, what did he say exactly? He said he would hit his son or beat his son over the head with a dollhouse what a, he was I'm, I'm, Okay, is that not him being a comedian? Like, that's a little extreme to say that. You know what I mean? Like, 
I feel like, and I think that's what kind of what David Chappelle, Dave Chappelle was trying to get at. Like, we're way, we're hypersensitive now. And I think that was the comedian in him coming out saying, I will beat my son with so the dollhouse if he came out and said that he was thing. gay. And again, me being on a soapbox, but mm-hmm. here's the reality of the world here and now today. Yes, everybody should be equals, but it's the equivalent of when blacks were first freed and first being able to get into be part of society and being able to so of course everything was okay but you can't say that anymore we're here now like we're part of this now so you can't say oh you niggers can't come in no you can't do that anymore segregation is over you can't still racism still exists it does exist Mm -hmm. but we don't have to stand for it anymore is the point So, yes, it's still there. Yes, there are still racist people out there, but we don't have to stand for it. And you don't get to say it in my face anymore because now I'm not a slave. Now I can stand up and speak to you for myself. Yeah, I may get get beat down. Yeah, I may, you know, have to deal with whatever backlash for it. But the the truth is, like I said, it's we're here. We're part of society now. We don't have to quiver and, and hide when you come. Black people, that is. Okay. So the same thing right now, yes, gay people have been around for, and I'm not defending one or the other, but the thing is gay people have been around for X amount of years since the beginning of time. Forever. However, now, it's just now, everybody's like, why are you pushing it down our throats? Why are you pushing it down our throats? Nobody's pushing it down your throat. It's just the fact that it's present, it's prevalent, and you're not, we're not, it's not being allowed to be disrespected anymore as it was in the past. Okay. That's the thing. So you saying... So him saying, oh, so what? So what? Move past it, as if to say, move past it. Mm -hmm. So what? Like, you're gay. So what? Is the equivalent to white people saying, no, so what you're black? I don't see color. Mm -hmm. I don't see color. When Mm -hmm. we all know racism, racism clearly is here. I mean, I didn't take it as that. I take it as him just saying, like, Okay, you're just, an artist. You came out as a gay I get man. That. I, no, no, no. Okay, I, I understand. What that. else? Like, there's so many other. We artists understand that. that. But the thing is, just that's just like a white person saying, "I understand because I don't see color either." Hmm. Do you, d- can you imagine if yeah. somebody saying like, "Oh, I don't." They have one black friend mm-hmm. that they know, but oh, I don't see color. Yeah. I have a black friend. Yeah. Why do you feel the need to say you have a black friend? I mean, but going back to his comments, like I said, if it was him being a comedian, then yeah, like, of course he's not going to beat his son with a dollhouse. Of course. Like, that was a joke. But if for some reason it was not, I can kind of see how, like, I mean, if we're being honest. I I get it. I get that it was a joke. No, no, no. Don't misinterpret what I'm saying. mm -hmm. I totally understand that it was a joke and it was for laughs and it was. Mm-hmm. Part of a comedy, not necessarily a skit, but it was just part of his comedic, his comedic personality. Right. I totally get that. I'm not miss. Uh, I'm not taking that out mm-hmm. of context. Of so what you think he, that he was just like being extra? I think when he was would, very insensitive when he was saying. Because so imagine what? a white okay. person right now, today, tomorrow, saying, "Oh, if if my black friend did such and such, I whip him." I didn't take it as that. I'm not, I, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. But you didn't take it as that. But mm-hmm. how was the equivalence different? 
I mean, if if you want to interpret it that way, then no, no, no. Then, I'm not inter. Like I said, I totally understand yeah. what, that it was just comedic jest. No, I'm saying I his totally comments understand. about saying so yeah, what no, because there's so many saying. gay people in Hollywood, and there's so many gay people in entertainment, there's so many gay people in the world. It's like, no, no, no. okay, why do we care if this young man is gay? Correct. So what? But here's the thing that, like I said, people aren't getting and don't understand is that, like, yes, it sounds like on the surface it's like, oh, you're agreeing with me when a like we said, like I said, we already know that you feel some kind of way about this because of previous comments you made. So that's a, this is not an honest opinion of you saying this. A, let's start there. Okay. You made comments about it, how you don't agree with it. So mm -hmm. you saying that is not an honest comment. You're just doing that to, to sound better and fix image and, and, and preserve. So let, that's A. Mm -hmm. But B, again, even if it is all in jest and all in fun, would you, if you had a white friend, who was your friend, but constantly made fun of you friends. and made black jokes. Uh, just, I'm saying, mm. just imagine. Yeah. And you knew they were in jest, but they constantly made I black could, jokes. Mm -hmm. Could you, how would, you know what I'm saying? Do you, is that making it more realistic or no? No, because. <laughs> You'd just be okay with it. <laughs> no. Oh, because my I, friend is black. I wouldn't, I would so never what, you're be. black. I would never be okay with, first of all, I don't have white friends. First of all, second of all, I never have. Third of all, they can't relate to me. Fourth of all, I'm too fucking black for that. These are all the things. Uh, these are exactly what you're saying mm -hmm. is all the things, all the points that I'm making. But I don't think that he was being but that way. But your friend wasn't way. being that way either. She was just being but funny. But I get what you're. I get what you're trying to say, Prince. I no, get. And I, I get that, that we. Some, I think that we have to stop and have these conversations. If this young black male is saying that he's gay and he's coming out, I think that it's. Super important for us to have these are. conversations about him being gay because there's somebody out there that can relate or needs him to speak about this, being that he has this huge platform and he's coming out and he's this huge star off of this one song. I get it. So I get where you where you say it's kind of disregarding for him to say, so what? Okay, like it's let's dismissive. let's dismiss it. Yeah, I get it. And that's what I I'm get saying. It. But aside yeah. from that, mm. it's like I said. You wouldn't stand for that from a, a... Absolutely not. I don't have white friends. So why is it that it's like, oh, but he didn't mean it like that in this situation. No, he did not mean it like that, but it's still disheartening. It's still dismissive, and it's still not... Yeah, it's funny to and, you and I don't that think aren't that dealing with what this man is dealing with. You know, okay, so just to, just to see the full perspective, I don't think that everybody is comfortable with speaking about gayness so maybe you, that so was him like okay let me get off of this topic so what no, okay no, no, let's no. talk about no, no, the music no 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 because here's the thing about that okay. I, that may be the case but the host of the show asked the question mm -hmm. and brought the subject up mm -hmm. and every other man in that room who may or may not have been comfortable or uncomfortable with it will never know but every other man in that room sat quiet and listened to what he said. Mm -hmm. Listen man, to what who said Little Nas or what Little Kevin Nas X had mm -hmm. to say. Okay. They were because I mean they were interviewing him. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So this is what I'm saying. So whether you're comfortable with it or not, okay, if you're not, dismiss yourself from the conversation. I'm not part of this. You guys have this conversation. I mean, if I am comfortable with it, then I can join in. Kevin Hart, and not, and not only aside from the fact, I'm sorry, I got off topic, but aside from the fact that it was the whole gay straight thing, the whole, the way he did so was very dismissive. He, Little Nas was speaking on 
oh, because I felt like X, Y, Z, W, X, Y. He felt like if being that he has this number one hit that he should come out as a gay Whatever he was saying, he was speaking. Whatever he was saying. It's not so much the content. It was the fact that he was speaking in Kevin Hart. So what? So Mm -hmm. what? Oh, he was saying so what? Who cares? But so what you're gay? Maybe. Cutting in in the the instance of cutting off. mm -hmm. And then when the conversation did kind of trickle out, Kevin Hart raises his hand. Hmm. The conversation goes to him. He says, you know why I, tr- why I raised my hand? Because I knew the camera was handing me and the conversation would automatically come my way. Hmm. It's very dismissive. So aside from that, the whole, whatever the context was, that's one of my biggest things. Hmm. Don't dismiss me and what I have to say or my feelings about something. I don't like that. Hmm. So that's that's... I get why there's backlash on it. And you can't, and again, like I said in the beginning, A, we know you're in uh, still in lukewarm water for comments that you've made. I mean, that's, I still think that it's a fairly new topic, especially to black men in the within the black community that like, okay, we're, we're talking about this? Oh, we're doing this. Oh, okay, this is something we're comfortable with talking about. And we you have to understand we've been taught that, you know, gay is kind of like taboo like we don't want to talk about this Mm -hmm. and so maybe it's something that he has to to learn to get comfortable with speaking about or maybe hearing other people talk about because maybe it makes him feel some type of way you know so who knows yeah i mean yeah it's a topic to be discussed but i just feel like like i said i feel like he had his preconceived reasons for um i don't think he's homophobic though i don't i don't i I didn't get that that's not i i wouldn't say that i think he's doing what every other black male has done in america for the most part for the which is go against what what he's not Hmm. i don't know i don't i don't know that's i was i was watching um bobby lights on instagram and he was like if you're if your nigga tells you like if you're gonna be around your gay friend and he's like no i don't want to be around that nigga like unless he has like a valid reason that nigga's gay he's not comfortable with his with his sexuality and i think that that's a valid point to make like i don't think uh, listen i'll be the first one to tell you i don't think everybody that goes against it is gay like I don't, no i'm not I saying it goes against it but like i, know, I don't want to be around your gay friend like what like what is what is what is his sexuality or what does his sexual preference have to do with you I, but the thing is right correct that's correct but i don't think that's the thought in every male who doesn't want to involve or be around that i think i honestly think the thought is the same thing that every white child has been the same thing that's been bred into every white child, they're bad, don't associate with them, is the same thing that's not bred necessarily because I think it's a lot of there us. might no, 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 I'm not saying there's not DL <clears throat> people out there. And no, it's a lot, no, I wasn't gonna say that. It's a lot of us within our black families that got black, I mean, gay people in our family, so yeah. it's something that you kind of like, you know, okay, I know my cousin is gay, I'm not gonna ask him, I'm not gonna talk to him about it, but. I know my cousin is gay, but that's still my cousin at the end of the day. Like, so There's I think that I think some that you, families that are like that. Mm, I think a lot of us, a lot of us, whether we There's some choose families to, that are like that. There to are a identify lot of that or not or no. acknowledge it. It's a lot of us. No, what I'm saying is there are some families mm-hmm. exactly like you described. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of families who have that person and don't acknowledge it and don't acknowledge that person because 
I don't want to fuck with it. Hmm. And that's problematic. But, okay. All right. So, yeah, I guess that's our, um, our shooting of shit. Okay. Kevin Hart and Little Nas X and Kevin Hart again. All right. So, let's tell the people on, like, how we get, how we got to this point, like, who is Auntie Mimi and who is Prince Ali, Amorous Me, whatever the fuck. Amorous B. <laughs> um, so I'm Auntie Mimi on Instagram. Auntie Mimi in real life. Auntie Mimi everywhere. And um, I started podcasting about, oh my God, I was looking at my memories on online. And it's been about two years years like two and a half years I started a podcast called three queens and things originally before that even came about I reached out to my dear friend Prince Ali and we were supposed to start a podcast it we called it shits and giggles that's what you guys are getting today and um for some reason or another just life situations it never jumped off like that so I'm the type of person like I, I I move like I want to continue to do what I'm going to do so I continue and I started a podcast with two other young ladies three queens and things that went on for about um less than a year and one of the young ladies left the group kind of like Destiny's Child and uh <laughs> question <laughs> And we continued on. We formed uh, Ghetto and Godly, myself and another um, person. One of the girls from Three Queens, no? Yeah, one of the girls from Three Queens. We continued on as a duo. And we did uh, Ghetto and Godly for about, Ghetto and Godly, I talk too fast sometimes, for about a year and a half. We went on to a online radio station, so we did radio. Um, and honestly, that was never, it was cool to be, to feel like a part of something, but I'm the type of motherfucker, like, I want my name on shit. Like, I want to be a part of me. I want to represent me, my brand, something that I built. So I was always on the fence about that situation, but because my partner was completely on board, I continued on. I'm a team player at the end of the day. So I continued on. And um, needless to say, she and I parted ways. I parted ways with the radio station, and I'm I'm never gonna stop. Like I'm gonna continue to build my platform, to continue to shoot my shit, talk my shit, because you know I'm the big shit talker. And here I am, full circle again. Prince Ali, shits and giggles, where it originally began. So, um, yeah. Whew, that was hefty. Was it? <laughs> um, maybe you want to tell the story of, I feel like the story has been told, <coughs> but do we want to go into the story of us, the beginning? Of Shits and Giggles or the beginning of, of uh, us? Us, Friendship. very beginning. Um, so we used to work at a call center together and Mark had, or Prince Ali had a, <laughs> Okay, that's not where it started at. <laughs> okay, so I'll start. Okay. <clears throat> so we worked at this call center. Mm-hmm. Probably, I think I was 18 years old. 
maybe 19. You definitely were not if I work there, but okay. I may have been, no, maybe 19. Okay. Not the oldest. Maybe 20? Maybe 20, because I definitely I don't was think 18. I, was 20 yet. I think I had my 20th birthday there. Okay. Well, I was 18. There. So, yeah, 19 ish. <laughs> Um, so I had this friend, I won't say her name, but, um, oh, what does she have to do with Let me tell my story. <laughs> okay. So I had this friend, I've always been a very shy, shy person. People don't believe it, but I've always been very shy. Um, you know, so I had this friend. We were, at the time, we were in high school, the friend and I. Not auntie, but the friend and I. Oh, I know this friend is Yeah, now. so okay. at the time, the friend and I were in high school, and what did you think I was going to say? I didn't know who you were talking about, because you, you had a couple female friends that I knew, but, okay, I know where you're going with this now. Who? Oh, the bike? The bike? Who? <laughs> no. The friend at Target? Mm, that was your friend? Yeah, that was my friend. Oh. News. Anyway, so. Flash. Said friend and I, or initial friend and I, in high school had taken these pictures. Like, you know, that was the that was the thing when, when I was in go high school. Go to the photo media. You go to the mall, you get a little match t-shirt set. Mind you, they had on green. Who I love green. those colors? Probably me, because I love green. Green is my favorite color. But they were like green pro clubs. They weren't pro clubs. They were... <laughs> green John Deere t-shirt <laughs> anyway um, so we had taken these pictures blah, 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 blah. fast forward that was probably 16 between 16 and 17 years old fast forward to now I'm 19 ish give or take and I work at the little call center so <clears throat> I'm one day I'm coming in and out of this. I only worked there total for 6 months literally Did you start to end 6 months so I'm coming in one day, and I, I'm just coming in, and I go to the little lunchroom, and I might have got a little snack, got some Cheez-Its out the you vending machine. Some, yeah, you were at the vending machine, and you were flipping, right. flipping and I your Right, and I iron. walk out, shut up, I walk <laughs> out the, I walk out the little lunchroom, and I'm finna go sit at my little desk, and this girl, this chick I've never seen before, ever, ever, ever in my life, never seen, she's like, um, you're friends with homegirl i'm looking <laughs> like no, no 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 i take that back she's like i have a picture of you <laughs> that's what i said that's what you said and i'm like <laughs> you know so confused huh of who come again amorous me <laughs> she's like i have your friends with homegirl i'm like yeah She's like, I have a picture of you guys, and some, 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 I've heard about you, and some, some, some. What? That's what I said? Yes. I but it was just, it was short. It was short, but it was very, like, you I have a picture that? of you guys, and yeah, she told me all about you, something, something to that effect. And so, you know, I was, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you, girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and went and sat down. But you know that kind of, like, I'm very to myself. Like, 
I'm outgoing with my friends, with people I know. I I will say that. But outside of my little circle, like, I'm very to myself. I'm very, you know, quiet. So that threw me off. Like, wait a minute. People know me? And then it was a couple other people at the we, – we're not going to get into that, but it was a couple other people. That was one of them jobs, like, you know, everybody goes That to. shit was hood as a motherfucker. Okay. That was the job. You know, every, no every I think every city got that one job that everybody go to when they need a job, and that was the lick. And they hire anybody. Right, and that was it. <laughs> and so it was a few people in there that I was like, who knew? <laughs> who knew all these people was watching what I had? Anyway. Wasn't nobody so, watching you, Prince? It I wasn't, just I, no, no, knew no. you. It wasn't that. No, I don't think you I were watching me. Ya. But I just mean, like, there were a lot of people in there that weren't necessarily watching me, but just knew of me and my group of friends. And so by 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 late. association, they knew of me and knew who I was. And that just threw me off because I don't associate outside of my circle. So that, that you know, that was a throw off for me. That was just new to me. So anyway, so then progressing it's like okay you know some on my end i'm like you know people my people okay what's up we cool we start conversing you and i you and i okay you and i (laughs) t-y um (laughs) but yeah we start conversing work friends we became work, work friends initially and I've said this before. If anybody's listened to us in the past, I've said this before. You know what I'm going to say? No, I was going to add a little tidbit. That you didn't do nobody's work. I didn't. Oh, that's not a question. <laughs> listen, that ain't, that's not up for discussion. I didn't. You did. I never I learned very early on, like, this is not for me. Yeah, I never I seen him unplug that head pick up a call. There. I remember the day I got, I got walked out of that job. <laughs> And the day I got walked out, earlier that day, so when I, like, I forget, I had an early, you had an earlier shift. I worked from 6 to 2. Yeah, but I still had an early shift, so I might have been, like, 7 to mm-hmm. 3 or, mm-hmm. or 8 to 4, four. like, something mm-hmm. like that. So, early on in the shift, my, okay, so here was the big thing. Here was the big thing. Okay, so when we... <laughs> <laughs> So when, while we were working there, Sprint came. I probably shouldn't say that, but they came and opened a new, a brand new call center, and everybody I definitely was trying left. to get on. Everybody was trying. To, this is when they first first opened. Mm-hmm. Not when they left. Not when everybody was leaving. Mm-hmm. But when they first first opened, everybody was trying to get on. Mm-hmm. So people were going and getting these interviews, and everybody was like, "I got hired. I got hired. I got hired." Everybody was getting hired. Mm-hmm. So me and Two of my other homegirls <laughs> at the job, at said job, we like, we finna leave work, leave here, like, and, go that, apply that for and they was giving free phones. Oh, yeah. So, we was like, the we finna leave this the lick. on lunch break and come back and, and go to that interview and go do that little lick and come back mm-hmm. late. Like, this, right. we not worried about this. So, we did that. So, that morning, that was like the day before. So, that morning, when, this morning when I get into work. The supervisor pulls me in like, oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's going to be some shit right, when I hit you with like, the, oh, um. It, right, like, uh, you know, <laughs> we heard, like, what's up? I forget what the wording was, but long story short, like. Was your supervisor black? No, he was the big fat white man. Oh. 
he was the big fat white man. And homeboy, <laughs> your homeboy. That's my homeboy. The little skinny one. Oh. That had the brother that worked there. I have no idea who you're talking about. I'm not going to say his name on here because who knows, but. I don't even. How was he my homeboy? He, I don't know. He was just your homeboy. <laughs> and he was your homeboy. <laughs> but he was like the teacher's pet. So he used to be up walking around. Like, you know, he wasn't never uh, on the phone. He mm-hmm. was. Up walking around helping allegedly like you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like mm-hmm. he was one of them so allegedly anyway. yeah allegedly so supervisor big fat white man pull, I, I can't even remember that man's name i forgot his name but i got into it with him and i was like coming at him about my schedule because they just changed they was like flexing my schedule and i was like yo you can't flex my schedule because I used to go to parties and shit on the weekend. Like, you can't have me coming in here on Saturday and Sunday because that's, like, my turn-up days. So I was in the office, and, like, the way I was back then, I was really more aggressive than I am now. And I was, like, talking to this man. And he, mind you, he's, like, some, like, big wig of the fucking allegedly. call center, allegedly. And I'm, like, punching my fist, like, punching my hand and, like, telling him, like, my nigga, like, you cannot change my fucking schedule like this. And he, like, came back at me, like, first of all, don't punch your fist like this to me. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, I he got at me chill. that morning. Listen, mm-hmm. so he got at me that morning, like, yeah, um, we heard, like, so you weren't here. Um, I just wanted to ask you, did you go to... To Sprint? They wanted to question you about that? Yes. They interrogated you about going to look for the job? Very savvy. Like, little, like, I'm ditzy at times in just general conversation, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to always catch on when you're trying to really get at me. Catch you up in some shit. Right. So I'm going to always, always catch on. So, you know, my little spidey senses kicked in, and I'm playing Mm -hmm. the game. That's my style. I play the game. Huh? Who said that? At where? Huh? Sprint's oh. open? Say it again. Was it Sprint? Sprint? Mm-mm. Hmm. Mm-mm. Hmm. He like, oh, Next something like, because we heard that you were there, and I'm like, okay. who's told on you, well, though? Who said it? That's Hello? Who said it? <laughs> who? Because who was there from here? Somebody from here was there? <laughs> And wasn't supposed to be. And what does that have to do with you? Like, if on you the Jetsons, want- they called that moonlighting. Um, hmm. Somebody, somebody said that from here, hmm. and we ain't supposed to be there. <laughs> Who's that? Who's to say you ain't supposed to be oh. there? Oh, oh, well, I don't know. Oh, nobody. Oh, well, I don't know nothing about it. Hmm. So, uh, did they walk you out that day? No. Or no? Listen, okay. yes, but not because of that. So, listen. <laughs> so, uh. So that was that. And he was just like, okay, like, you know, mm-hmm. in case that you, you tried to catch me up, you got caught up. So mm-hmm. that was it. Wash hands, whatever. Mm-hmm. Went back and sat down. Mind you, I never really gave a fuck about this job. No, I don't think anybody really I never gave did. two fucks about this job. I just knew I needed to be able to get out, get an outfit on Friday so I could be out on Saturday. That's it. Shit. That's it. I had a car note I had to pay, but, you know. I don't know. Mine was paid off. But so you know. That anyway, was that. so that was that. Went, sat down, hands washed, d- deal done. You good? I'm good. You good? Okay. Mm-hmm. Sat down. So then, probably like later on in the day, maybe like that might have been like nine o'clock in the morning. So maybe like twelve ish, eleven, twelve ish. I'm telling you, I was notorious. I would unplug my headset 
Listen, I will put my motherfucking head down and let the calls just roll through and customers will be on the other end of the right. phone like, hello, exactly. hello, are you there? And I would give two. And that's what I mean. Like, don't fucking schedule me on a Saturday and Sunday after I've been out drinking all night and, you know, just living my best life, my best 18-year-old life with my fake ID, okay? Don't do that because those calls is not going to be answered. I don't know these people. Period. And I'm looking at people accounts I do know. So <laughs> there's that, but I don't know these people. So we met at Sprint. We met at Sprint? No, no. This was at first Carson, Verizon. Oh, we met at Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> at the I'm just telling y'all that this ain't the story of how we got cool, but this is the story of how I got walked out. So that day I'm sitting there, I didn't unplug my phone. Oh no, I didn't even unplug it. I take that back. I actually put somebody on hold and just had them on hold, like walking <laughs> around. No, I was sitting at my desk, like, <laughs> like chilling, like <laughs> straightening up, like you know, doing things. Not straightening <laughs> up. <yet. laughs> when the nigga walked up, when the man walked up, I was sitting there lotioning my arms <laughs> down. I mean, going in. You know how you get that fresh out of the shower lotion, like going in Ooh. on my arms. And he walked up, like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Like, he had been, clearly was listening to my call. I'm like, nothing. What you doing? <laughs> he said, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mind you, that same day, I take, and, and going backwards a little bit, now that I'm remembering, that same day, he told me, when he had me in the office asking me about the little Sprint deal, he like, oh, and, you know, you're doing a whole lot of getting out of your seat unauthorized. Yeah, you so used to be so prancing your ass around there I'm with like, that flat yeah, iron I, I told you I played the game, so I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Mm. So probably 20, 30 minutes after that, we, I'm, I went and sat down. I had gone and sat down. Probably 20 minutes later, I'm like, I gotta pee. I get up to go pee. I see him walk out the office doing his hands like cutthroat, like, no. Don't go to the bathroom? Right. Huh? Oh. Oh, wow. I, huh? <laughs> And walk sh- no, that's what you're not gonna do. That's what nobody no. So yeah. Mm-mm. So then fast forward is when I had whoever homegrown. That home. job was way too janky to try to have like rules listen. and regulations and guidelines. Like, listen, niggas is in here doing what listen, we wanna do. I left that day to go to Sprint. I did do that. But that was not the first time I done left on somebody's lunch break and came back at the end like, whoo! <laughs> <laughs> Whew, I'm back. <laughs> that was not the first day. I'm sure. So listen, first day. you did have some eyes at a little sprint. You did, but you didn't want to say it. Yeah. So you got you, you halfway got got me, but I got you. So you can call me on it. That is so funny. So anyway, that was that. That was just how I got walked out. But anyway, how we became cool on my part was <laughs> not on your part. It was on my part. It was a Friday morning, and I know it was a Friday morning because we used to go. I used to go out on Thursday nights. That's crazy. You remember this? I do because I remember going out on Thursday. <laughs> like Thursday nights were like the weekends too. Yes, but Thursday nights. Thursday. Were Thursday. Thursday. And so it was one of them nights where I had been out all night long. Politics. To where it was like I can't go if I go home and try and lay down for forty five minutes. I'm not gonna get back up. I gotta go straight to work. Mm-hmm. 
so I went into work. Like I said, you worked earlier than me. Six so to two thirty. You were there by the time I got to work. I probably stopped to get food and you know bullshit a little bit, but when mm-hmm. I actually got to work, you were there. She was there. Was I? Mm-hmm. And we sat on two completely separate sides. Mm-hmm. But I saw it was empty, so I saw. Oh, like that's hard. <laughs> Let me go over there because ain't nobody sitting next to oh, And I think that desk, desk next to you might have been empty. Mm-hmm. Something, whatever. Anyway, I, I figured, like, let me go sit next to her. And I remember saying, like, I'm finna log into this shit. <laughs> and I'm finna lay my head down. <laughs> Did you tell me you was gonna lay your head down? I told and then... you, like, I'm finna log into this shit and I'm finna lay my head down. Let me know when somebody comes. Let me know. <laughs> Tap me, nudge me, kick me, something. Let me know. Hmm. And you was like, all right. And I laid down. I probably slept for three hours. Probably. Right there I on the desk. I was a good lookout, okay? I don't think nobody ever came. Because so. I don't know how that feels. I, I think I don't think nobody ever came. That's but what you think. But that, I don't know. Maybe. That, maybe that not. That means I did my job well. That nobody came. Mm-hmm. It was probably people all over my head. No. Nah, you don't remember your friend used to send me flowers to work? <laughs> Yes. Right. I do. Right. He's my friend on Facebook. Right. Hello. Right. <laughs> he was in love with you. Like, I just want to talk to him. I just want to take him on a date. You know what? And I would be like, nah. <laughs> you know what, what, what I think about now? Not that I want to go back. Not that I'm like that now. But I had my period after that. You had your period. My period where I was just on my cash shit. Like, I don't know why I never thought, like, get that nigga. Get that. <laughs> he's, he's ready. He was ready. This he was ready and willing. flowers, chocolates, take, like, anything to work. I, I remember that. He's, like, up until, like, maybe three years ago, he would still ask me about you. Like, uh, what's up with your friend? Like, I don't know. No, he didn't. He don't really like you. <laughs> no, he did not. I swear. I swear he did. But he was in love with you. I don't know what you did to him, but, like, he was trying to lie. Do you know what's crazy? I probably shouldn't say this, but never mind. But, yes. He was trying to, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah. That is how we met. And I guess... The point of Prince's story was that we got cool because I was a lookout for him so he could take a nap at work. So um, mm-hmm. that's the moral of the story. As long as you're looking out for him, he'll be your friend. Cause it's the, you, I gotta be. <laughs> you gotta feel safe. Yeah, like secure. I don't be around nobody I can't. No, Trust. Man, you gotta feel yourself. So yeah, that's that. Um. So how do you feel about like friends, like the the broadest the broad word like friend today? Like, have you been through some shit with friends, like quote unquote friends? Definitely. I mean, I'm sure we all have. Like even, what about your friend? Even like my, you know, my last situation, you know, co-host or whatever you may call it. Um, it was really like some shit that really caught me by surprise like I'm the type of person I'm the type of friend like I feel like I'm your I'm like Chucky bitch like I'm your friend to the end like 
until the wheels motherfucking fall off. So when the situation went south, <clears throat> it was a little bit of a surprise to me because like I thought we was friends and like, you know, there's certain women and certain people that like preach and practice like sisterhood and like womanhood and like building these bonds and like they have these long, these ongoing friendships and they nourish them and I'm here to uplift you. But like bitches really don't be around that. And I hate to say bitches, but bitches really don't be about that. So it was kind of like a surprise to me because I'm the type of person like, I'm going to fuck with you until, like, you do some super-duper foul shit. Like, we're going to fall out. We're going to disagree on shit. We're going to have our, you know, our words or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, if I call you my friend, you still my friend. So that was just a little bit of, like, a little eye-opener. Like, people really don't be about what they say they about. So it was a huge lesson. It was a huge fucking lesson. And a lot of times, like, that shit don't have nothing to do with you. That shit didn't have nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with sis. Like, what she going through and, you know, how she wants to be portrayed in the world. And, you know, maybe she had another a group. Of, I feel like bitches be having, like, other groups of friends that, like, they talk shit about you. But then when they come back to you, like... I'm your friend, but when I'm with these bitches, like, I don't fuck with you like that. So, going forward, 20, what, three and a half months left, 2019, like, I'm extremely selective about, like, who I decide to, like, associate myself with and put my energy around because that word friend is used a little bit too, too loosely, you know what I'm saying? I agree. You know, it's hard for me to use that word. Hmm. It's hard for me to use the word love. It's hard for me to use the word... Not care. I think I can use care a little bit more freely. But friend and love and... You know, and I feel bad at times because I feel like people want to... <coughs> hear those... People like hearing myself included, like hearing those things, you're my friend and I love you, like, it's not that I don't love people, but I don't, I just don't use those words freely because I feel like, to me at least, they have meaning behind them, so. As they should. For me to call you my friend, like, I really feel like you're my friend. For me to say I love you, like, that's not just like a, okay, I love you, bye, like, no, the people, I, I do do that getting off the phone, like, okay, bye, I love you really quickly but I'm saying it because I really do love you like I hmm. don't say that to people that I don't you know I just don't use those words loosely at all in hmm. any context like there's no context like you'll never see me in a joke saying love you like never okay love you bye yeah like <clears throat> I just don't and nothing against people that do like I get that jokes are jokes but like I said like you'll just never see me personally like no, I want the people that I do love to know, like, no, everybody doesn't get this verbiage from me. You get it because I do love you. Hmm. I think one of my biggest problems is, and just, you know, just me having different life experiences and, like, coming in contact with different women and, like, different people. Like, I am the type of person, like, I'm an all or nothing type of person. So, it's either I fuck with you like the long way or I don't so I don't really have people that like 
I socialize, I socialize with or like their associates to me. Like it's either I'm gonna come to your your things and your events and not fuck with you, or I don't. Like I don't I don't have like an in between, and I think that that's a gift and a curse, you know, because I don't have like per se like I don't have like female friends that I can just like call up and be like yo like you know let's go out let's get cute like let's go to the club and those type of things but because I don't I don't just I don't just like spread myself around in that way like I don't just have people for those specific things it's either you know you're my friend or we're nothing like I don't just have like associates and like bitches is just around for like a good ass time I don't really have that and I don't think that's a I don't think it's a good thing I don't think it's a bad thing but it's just kind of like mm, I'm a I'm a real life loner like in every sense of the word like I I be with me <laughs> I be by myself a lot of the time so like I don't really be you know in the mix mm. Yeah, I'm gonna a little bit. I don't though. I really don't. I really okay. when 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 I don't be out and about. And when I am out and about, is because I'm there to support somebody else, and they may have other people with them. That's their friends, and I'm I'm cool. Like I can talk to anybody. I can get along with any fucking body. But as far as like really like dealing with people on that level, like it's all right. It was fun. See, see you on the next go round. Like, so describe a friendship to me. Mm. A friendship, if I had to put it into words, is someone that I can be vulnerable with. Somebody that knows the good, and they know they've seen the bad, and they accept, and I accept them. We accept each other's flaws and all the bullshit because we all have it um my ancientness just somebody that really just truly like is like a f extended family to me like friendship I take friendship very very serious sometimes I think it I think I take it too serious than like other people because I don't have a lot so the friends that I do have I value those relationships and I feel the way I feel is like if my friend, you know, reached out to me if they needed me and there's something that I can do, whether that be a word, whether that be, you know, something, my energy, my time, my something monetary, like if, if I can help, I will try, you know, and vice versa. Like, I feel like that should be reciprocated. But what I'm learning is that everybody doesn't view friendship in the same way that you may view it and Meaning that's like what? a hard lesson to learn like like the way I just described friends like some people don't view friendship in that way some people view friendship as like somebody that so I what do you think about people that view it different from you I mean that's just sometimes it's a lesson that you you learn the hard way like okay so your your values on friendship are, are not the same as mine so either I'm going to accept the way you view it or I, either I'm not going to fuck with you at all and I have a tendency 
in the past to be like, I'm not can't fuck with that at all. If you don't have the same friendship outline as me, I can't rock with that. But as I get older, I'm learning that, you know, some people, you have to meet them where they are. So you can't always just like cut them off, like because they're not, they may not be where you are in that sense. So you kind of have to like, you know, kind of maneuver through it and kind of work with them and maybe you can help them, you know? What about expectations amongst friendships? How do you feel about that? How do you feel about a friend putting an expectation on you that maybe <laughs> you did not expect to or just can't feel <clears throat> at the moment? I don't have expectation expectations on friends. I and I was just saying this earlier, like I just expect people to just be just be a decent fucking person. Just be a decent person, like as broad as that may sound, like just be a decent motherfucker. Like give in that sense, give somebody the same energy you would want them to give you. I think a lot of shit, a lot of bullshit will be eliminated if more of us practice that. Like, would I want them to do me this way? No, I wouldn't. So let me let me just be the bigger person. Yeah, it may be a little bit more of energy that I think that I have to give or it may come with something else if I answer this question or, you know, if I'm if I tell them I'm here for you, but it's just give them give them what you want in return. I try to practice my life that way. But does it always work out in my favor? No. But what if people don't what if values are still there, but the values are not the same? Maybe. Like, yes, I have values, or yes, you have values, but we have different values for <laughs> friendship. That's what I'm saying. Meaning, like, that's meaning the expectations part, meaning, like, you know, in my head, when I do X, Y, Z, that's how I show that I'm a true friend to you versus... When you do A, B, C, is how you show that you're a true friend. That's cool. Sometimes it's sometimes it's a hard lesson. Like I said, sometimes it's a hard lesson to learn because sometimes you learn that through going through the process. So maybe that's not something that's premeditated or something that you discuss early on or you know that exists early on. But sometimes you're in an experience and it's like, okay, well, make, that looks different to you than looks for me. Like, no, I don't like that. And yeah, my feelings may be hurt in that situation. Maybe I don't agree with it, but I kind of see where you're coming from on that. Like, I don't I don't like it, but all right, if that's where you are with that, then if I'm still going to continue to be your friend, then I guess it's something that I have to compromise on. So I think that friendship is a lot of, if, if you want to have long-lasting friendships, just like any relationships, it's a lot of compromise that has to go on. Because everybody's not the same. Like, your experience and your perspective is completely different from mine. Agreed. And sometimes you got to, you know, disagree through that process or agree to disagree through that process. Like, like I said, I don't agree with some shit, but all right, if I still care about this person, if I still want to rock with them on that level, then I guess this is what the fuck I got to deal with. Okay. I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> I feel like I was just in the interview. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, 
What else is going on? Shit. Life. No more topics? That was it? Oh. Speaking of friendship, like, what did you think about that, like, episode of, like, the latest, like, what is it being Black China? Uh-huh. I'd her, like to hear your perception She of it. and her, um, her longtime girlfriend, home treasure, girl. home, girl, home girlfriend. Let's home, not confuse people. Is I, there, know, I know okay. what you mean, but let's not confuse So what's the people. difference between a homegirl and a girlfriend? I mean, people say, I feel like girlfriend is an old school term for a homegirl. Why can I say girlfriend? Sometimes I say girlfriend Sometimes. just so people, like, if I say friend, I don't want people to, like, Oh, your friend? Like, not my girlfriend. No, but homegirl... Girlfriend is an old-school term for homegirl. I feel like homegirl took over what girlfriend meant, and girlfriend then meant, and now means, like, a girlfriend. So um, I just don't want to Okay. So her homegirl of 13 years, for those who have not seen the latest episode of Being... Good, was it, is it called Being Black China? Mm-hmm. Being Black China, um, she and her homegirl got into a little verbal disagreement, altercation. Um, Treasure is her friend, and she w- allegedly or claimed to be reaching out to China. China was not responding to her text messages to her calls for some for some reason or another. Obviously, she had some underlying feelings about her friend. She was trying to distance herself from her, and. Um, her friend, they had a meeting, and her friend was bringing up that the fact that China didn't post, doesn't post her business um, as she felt like she should. She felt like um, she never brought that up, but okay. And China was saying China that, brought it up. Okay, China was saying that she's giving her friend money, like thousands of dollars, over the past few years. Um, and they kind of got into it, and you know, China went on and was calling her friend, air quotes, uh, bum bitches, and you know, kicked her out of her house and carrying on. And um, yeah, that's kind of how the scene went down, you know what I'm saying? And you want to know my perspective? I do. Well. During this latest episode, we never got to the meat of the issue as to why China was not, um, quote unquote, being a good friend and responding to her friend or answering her text messages or answering her calls. So I guess it's something that we will soon discover in the next up and coming episodes. And... um, my take on it is, listen, like I said, I view friendship up there in a higher regard. So the way Treasure was being towards her friend was like, I don't want to say it was like weak, but it was like, I, don't, I feel like she has a lot of respect for China or maybe she does have ulterior motives as to why, you know, cause China was kind of turning up on her a little bit. So when you call me a bum bitch, like bitch, I'm gonna come at you with, a, you know, a, another bitch, you know what I'm saying? And her friend, it kind of took a while for her to get to that point and kind of just turn up on her friend. Maybe she really is her friend and she didn't want to do that with her friend, especially on camera. 
But I feel like as a friend, if you really value somebody and you really, you know, care about that person as your friend, like, bum bitch should never come out your mouth. Like, unless you truly fucking feel like that or unless they really did something to you that merits you calling them a bum bitch because that's harsh like people don't understand that like words words matter you know what i'm saying so if you call me a bum bitch it's something that's kind of been festering something that you've been kind of feeling and do you feel like i'm a bum bitch because you may have more money than me and maybe you did help me out and you know maybe i was in a position you're in a position and maybe you do have the upper hand on me and that's why i kind of feel like i don't I, I i don't know if i could ever be like I don't ever want to be in that position to like need somebody or feel like I need them to kind of like pull me up or, you know, do me this solid or do me this favor because like people, people are really, really like wavy on that shit and they like turn on you and they take power and money and that shit goes to their head. So that's like the touchy, touchy thing. But as a friend, like I, I, to call her a bum bitch and tell her I'm not going to post your business and you know i i deal with friends that you know like don't answer text messages and things like that and you know i can understand where treasure is coming from sometimes that leads you to believe like well what the fuck i do to you like you can't respond i understand everybody has life going on but you know that comes back to like I think building relationships, like sometimes you have to like step outside of yourself in order to build solid, long lasting relationships. Like, no, I don't want to respond or I don't feel like it, but I care about this person. I know that that's going to make them feel some type of way. So let me just like, just give them, you know, a one, two quick little answer or whatever. So I get where she was coming from at, at that point. But then again, I don't know what type of situation treasure, I mean, China is in where maybe it's a lot of shit going on and a lot of people pulling on her, a lot of people relying on her, a lot of people asking her, requiring that she do certain things because of the platform that she does have. So, I mean, I can kind of see both sides, but to disrespect your friend, you know, on camera, on television, and call her a bum bitch, like, I, I definitely, I don't, I don't fuck with that. Like, I'm going to pull you aside and I'm going to tell them cut the cameras before I, you know, do that on camera and disrespect you unless I'm doing it for that purpose. So. So if you had to choose a side. If I had to choose a side, uh, I would side with Treasure. I'm going to side with treasure. You just, know what? Just because, just because during that scene, like, China was doing a lot for the cameras. Like, do we have time? Do we have time? Do we have time to pull receipts? Like, if I do something out of the kindness of my motherfucking heart, I'm never going to blast your fucking business. I'm never going to even bring up the number or amount of dollars that I've given you or loaned you. That ain't nobody motherfucking business. That's just how solid I am. Like, I'm never going to do that shit, bitch. Cut the cameras. We can talk about this shit off camera unless I'm doing it for that reason. And I'm not that person. So I can't fuck with that. Hold on. I got something to say. <laughs> I know you do. So here's the thing. For those who don't know, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> 
And I just did a little bit of Google research, which I know, but I checked a couple sites just to verify what I'm about to say. And Black China is not a Gemini. She's not. Sag- she's she's a Sagittarius. She's not. She's a Taurus. Oh, she's a Taurus. She's a Taurus. Treasure is a Sagittarius. Which is not too far outside of a Gemini. So huh. I think I have aspects of both. I'm a Gemini, but I have aspects of both Taurus as well as Cancer hmm. within me. But I'm a Gemini at heart. And I get, I, I just really, like, since I've been watching, I did not, there were a lot of things. I've never researched or studied Black China in the past, prior to the show. I've seen everything that everybody else has seen. But I didn't do any research as to who she was, what her story was, nothing. And since, when I say since seeing the show, I mean the very first episode I watched. And I know it's, excuse me, I know it's TV and I know it's cut and crop, cut and chopped and screwed. Screwed. But I just felt her from the very first episode. I understood. I, 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 I. Felt her. Okay. Not saying she was completely right. Not saying she was wrong. I just felt her. Her prerogative. Her demeanor. Her thought process. I felt all that. I I, I could. I, I could get with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it made sense to me. And now, just doing my research and seeing she's a Taurus, her birthday is you know not too far ahead of mine. I just get it. Not that I follow zodiacs and I think they're just true to the T, but. I just get her. And what? I was telling you to speak into the mic. Oh, I just get her. And um, as far as that conversation between the two of them goes, I'm going to tell you what I got from the conversation. What I got was, this is just my perception, but what I got was what it looked like to me, and I've been in situations like this, what it looked like to me was, Treasure came. There was a problem. There was a rift between the two of them. Treasure knew what it was. Black China knew what it was. Treasure came on camera knowing what it was. Regardless of who set it up, who established, who said, let's go. She came on camera knowing what the problem was and wanted to pretend like the problem was not what it was. China, in my opinion again, knowing what the problem was, tried to act like and tried to be cool and I don't want to say, listen, I don't want to say all this, but I'm a, I'm a speaking code. To me, it sounded like she was speaking in code. Like, you know what I'm talking about. She didn't say that, but to me, I heard, you know what I'm talking about. Like, don't do all that because you know what, what's, what's real, what's good. You know what's good. That's what I heard from China's demeanor, her tone, her talk, everything. And... I saw, I saw Treasure kind of just like, huh, like, demeanor-wise, not saying these words verbatim, but demeanor-wise, like, huh, because I don't get it. I don't get it, because I don't know what's up. Like, I don't get it. And so, China, I, this is the way, I, I'm just perceiving it mm-hmm. the way it, it would go for me. I hear you. I just saw China like, okay, I don't want to say what's up, but you know what's up. Like, stop playing like you don't know what's up. Like, you sitting here on the camera acting like you don't know what's up. 
They never said what was up. But that I think it had something to do with finances. Money. And that's why China went into what she went into, like, oh, you really trying to play me right now? Let's talk money. Let's talk dollars and cents. I gave you XYZ on XYZ dates. And Treasure was, huh? Cause huh? Huh? What? Five hundred dollars? What? <laughs> when? And China, I feel like China really had receipts because she pulled it up and she showed it. I mean, she did have receipts or whatever, but I feel like I don't. I don't feel like it was like I don't feel like it was a rift that happened. I mm-hmm. think maybe it was like maybe a moment of realization. Like I'm. I give no, no, there was I, a situation. I whether it, it be a blow up or I, just something that I happened that both of them bitch, know like know. a lot of fucking money, like. Where and I think it was a specific situation, and maybe it was out of you know being friends and kind of towards the end of the episode. Treasure mentioned, or you wanted you wanted me to work for you, or you you had me doing things. So maybe you just like wrote, maybe she wrote her a big ass check at some point and was like, "Here's ten racks, like just be my or whatever the case is." Which may have been the case, but Black China China never disputed that. But maybe the thing is, mm -hmm. don't play like I never gave you no money. Like don't play like you was just sitting here and I watch you be po po broke and lonely. Like no, you got some money out of me. Don't play Mm -hmm. like you never got the money. Regardless of what you did, if you did do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, W, X, Y, whatever you did in between, yeah, I did. You got some money, though. I gave you some money, though, right? Don't play like I didn't give you no money. But, I mean, in the midst of that conversation, it kind of sounds like it. when she gave her the money, it wasn't clear expectations as to, like... It may not have been. That's how I go with friendships, and that's why Bishop was telling her... Friends in business don't don't. That's why he was saying it like don't that. Don't employ somebody that needs you. I don't necessarily agree with that because mm-hmm. I believe in spreading the love wholeheartedly. But of course, I do think you got to give it to the ones that you know is going to execute are really, the do the job exactly. You know. So, but with that, it's it's like, but the reality is, you mixing this together. Don't ever for one second think that this person, your friend, is going to put business before before your friendship. This person that's working for you is always going to think you're friends first. So this is my friend. I can call off or I can not Naturally, show up. Naturally, because that's, how, you're, that's right. how your rapport is built. Like, you're my friend first. Like, yeah, I kind of do this here and there for you. Like, if you need me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come and I'm going to help you. Just as, we, as we've seen on previous episodes, like, Treasure was the only one trying to pull shit together and trying to make shit happen when she had a but whole she assistant. She had a there. whole manager. But she yeah, true. I mean, we could say that about everybody we if could. that's the case. But we talking about Treasure. But I'm not saying that wasn't the case. I'm not saying that was the case. But the reason reality is at the end of the day she we all knew the cameras was there so show me i, I just need some receipts of some shit that didn't have nothing to do with no cameras and i mean as i said i was trying to say that in her own mouth like treasure has been there with niggas and crying and her mama so even even to try to like cut her that's what i'm saying like People's true colors come out there to kind of show how solid you truly are when the shit hit the fan. It's just like, even for her to try to cut her deep and tell her, like, you want the same vote as Tony. Like, I'm looking at you like Tony. I'm looking at you like my mama. And I don't know if she was trying to insinuate that her mom wants money from her or her mom is like an opportunist opportunist in some sense and China and treasure was looking that same way but that's kind of like fucked up like if I ever want to try to salvage a friendship after the camera stop rolling or I want to be your friend afterwards or we actually 
have a foundation built like why would i ever fucking come out my mouth and say some shit like that like to try to hurt you like that's my whole thing like don't try to purposely fucking try to cut me deep if you truly care about me you love me and i'm your friend like that to me like that just shows signs of like i can't fuck with you because anytime the shit don't go your way it don't pan out the way you wanted to or we get into it we don't see eye to eye you're gonna try to take the lowest blow and try to you know what i'm saying make me look like the bad guy and that's not that to me that ain't, ain't love that ain't friendship agreed so that's what i just can't fuck with like whatever the premise of the the argument was cool but when you come to name calling and comparing and trying to cut deep like that shit like treasure was a humble pie like was she? she was she no, was like i'm just see, trying to figure thing, out you know reality. why you know just because people don't get to the same level of anger and and and, and argumentativeness as you do that don't make you humble she was humble people play me. that role trying to make you look unhumble but why is it crazy. a role though why can't it, it really just, just be it how is. it is no, like maybe that's really that. how she that's, felt you know, there's a word for that there's a phrase for that a term what is for that. it it's what is gaslight no where you where that's you, not that's where not you, always the case that's called gaslighting where you set me off and then when i go off you sit back and act like you don't know what's going on she that's was set off from the beginning no prince like she was like so what's that like let's get to it what because we here for she knew what's, what was i'm telling you there were pre, there were situations that she knew what was up you here trying to play this role like i don't know what's up you know what's up but as somebody that's that, if you, you know okay. what's up you trying to play with so up. if you know what you're dealing with why would you ever get to that point because why do i have to hold my tongue and it's not about holding tongue. your tongue but it's about like why do i want to why do i want to be looked at this like this person might like be portrayed as i this don't person. care how i'm looked at why do i have to hold my tongue obviously she do like she crying on the next episode because like, her feelings are hurt that's her feeling <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. How are you feeling? You, you calling people bum bitches? I get China. <laughs> because you are. Because, because like I said, you gaslit me. You brought me on here. You came here. Even though it may not have been you who brought me, so to say. But you came on here acting like, what's up? Set me off. You you knew that was going to set me off. If you know what So I'm, you don't think that in front of the cameras was the only way that they would have that conversation? Maybe, but maybe not. The point, my point is, you came to the conversation, regardless of where, how, when it happened, you came to the conversation acting like, what? Like, because I don't know what's up, when good and well you know what's up. Well, maybe she would have been that's, better off just saying what it was and not just, like, turning up on her like that. But that's her, her that's bitches. her being a friend to her friend. But not calling her bum bitches. I mean, let's, let's just, let's just be real I, about it. I'd like, rather, even the you way. you rather be called a bum bitch or have all your shit put out on the Even air? the way China was talking to her staff, like, and I get, like, them niggas fucked up. Like, they, your wig wasn't right. They woke you up early all kind of shit but like i think there's a lack of like respect and a lack of like humbleness like i think there's certain people that get into entertainment and the industry and you know they shit kind of just happens for them the way it does and they really start to like sip their own kool-aid and they really try they really buy into 
what the fuck everybody else is saying to them. And I think that she's one of those people. I think she's really bought in. And I think that she needs to kind of be brought in down. Like, you can't talk, you can't speak to people like that and expect them to be loyal to you. Just even on the next up and coming episodes, her manager is texting somebody else, talking about how you don't fuck with her, you don't like her, talking shit about her. Like, but how can, how can you expect to speak to people in this demeanor and they just take it and them not feel no type of way. Like, yeah, I'm going to take your check. Yeah, I'm going to work for you. I'm going to do my job. But I don't fuck with you and I don't like you because you're not a likable motherfucker. Like, how can you expect that? Of course, you're always going to have your staff rotating in and out because you're not a, you're not a decent motherfucker. You don't talk to people like you respect them. Yeah, you're paying them, but you speak to them like they're shit on the ground. You can't do that. Hmm. I don't care how much money you have. You're never going to have somebody around you that's really solid and really all about you and really likes you and respects you because you don't respect other people. Mm. I think that's the problem. Like, the thing is, like, but you can't, you can't say that in a circumstance where you, again, that's called gaslighting. Like, you can't set me off and then be mad that I got set off. You can't do that. That's not fair. That's not right. No, 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 no. It's not the same thing. Because if you look at, like, for example, the episode that I'm speaking of when she was in New York and they woke her up an hour early. She's like, you guys didn't give me food and, you know, all of this shit. And you woke me up an hour early at 6 o'clock. Because you're guaranteed. This mm. wasn't said, but guaranteed. There was a list of. This is this, this is that, this is not what I need. This is what I, when I wake up, have my food, have when I don't wake me up until XYZ, wake me up at X o'clock. There was a list, I guarantee. I guarantee there was a list. However. So why would I not be mad however, if you went off the list? Why would a, I not be mad? There's a level of professionalism that has to be maintained. And you have to speak to people. And maybe there's a way you need to articulate that to allow them to understand. So that way this does not happen again. However, she went about it berating them, calling them fucking idiots, cussing them out all type of shit you don't get that's i mean that just goes back to the old saying like you get more flies with honey than you do fucking vinegar like you talk to people you break it down to them you you gain some common ground and some understanding you allow them to understand your perspective and you understand where they was coming from man shit maybe they thought they was being proactive they definitely did but so, don't go against my beliefs but don't, you don't berate them you don't humiliate them you don't talk to them like crazy. Like, that's just not, no, I mean, I that's just, just not I, how I you get shit done. Like, in any I setting. I definitely agree with that. However. So, I, with that, I don't, I don't respect that. I don't agree with the way that she goes about conducting business. Because you just, you're only going to get to a certain level and then that's it. Because you can't build a solid, t- solid team being that way. You got to fix some shit. So. That's my take on that. Mm. So what should they do? Should they make up or who should apologize? I mean, we got to get to the ground root of what the issue is first. We, we probably will never know that as the audience. Okay. But, I mean, if to me, if the friendship is worth it, you feel like this person adds more value Personal to you. Personal opinion. 
who should apologize, if anybody? I don't know, because I don't know. Who, I mean, t- China should definitely apologize for calling her a bum bitch mm. on yeah, camera. Hey. I you, think the opposite. I think, I think you need like to said, apologize. You, you don't get to call me a bum bitch. I'm not calling you outside your name. Why would you disrespect me? Regardless of what, what the out the root of the issue is, you don't get to call me a bum bitch. And I really think that Treasure really rocked China. <laughs> I really think that Treasure would put the motherfucking paws on China. You know, so mm, I guess we'll soon see what. I don't think that. I think China would give her the DC business. Mm, I mean, Treasure's from DC too, but you know, that's neither here or there. But yeah, y'all. So this has been episode of your our very first episode of Shits and Giggles. Make sure you tune in on iCloud, Sound iCloud, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Make sure you are following Shits and Giggles on Instagram. S H Y T S. In the, the letter N G I G G L E S on Instagram and Twitter. I guess we will start tweeting a little bit more since Twitter after dark is the place to be with the porn and the nakedness. And I'm all the way here for that. Um, so, yeah, make sure you're following our individual pages. Mine is Auntie Mimi, no I, two E's. What's your IG, Prince? Prince Ali, P-R-Triple-I-N-C-E, underscore A-L-Triple-I. Amorous me, amorous me, amorous And that is our first, I'm going to say the last episode. The one. Our first episode. Any last words to leave with the congregation? Um. Just be you and do what makes you comfortable, do what makes you feel happy, and just do right by yourself and the people around you. That's it, y'all.